You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. I'm Fernando. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Opposite Taste Podcast. Two Gen Xers who can't be more different sample odd snacks and discuss or argue about pop culture. Of course, we've got our snack review coming up at the end of the episode. But first, natural disasters. (laughs) The reason why I have to sing it because uh, (coughs) it's part of the demolition theme song. Here comes the axe and here comes the smash. We're demolition. It's not like you just made it up. No, it's uh, my favorite uh, wrestling tag team. Oh. Natural disasters, demolition. It's all that remains. It's a Grammy winner oh, right there. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's quality music there. Uh, but of course, uh, before we get into natural disasters, we have some sponsors to thank. So, Jamie, who's your sponsor? My sponsor for this episode is uh, my waterproof Cole Haan dress shoes that I had maybe 10 years ago. And you're trying to get them, trying to get them, uh, send you a new pair? Well, that'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. I mean, I just loved the pair. I mean, in Hawaii, you don't really need waterproof shoes, but they just happen to be waterproof. And So these aren't heels? Uh, no, they're these aren't flat flats. loafers. Okay. Yeah. Actually, patent leather. Patent leather. So wow. they kind of stood out. But they're waterproof. And, the the uh, beads of water just fall off. Yeah, so like whenever there was like any modicum of rain, uh-huh. I, would, I would definitely wear those. and Put then on those shoes, slap to, on a tuxedo. Try to find some <laughs> on the taps too. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then trying to find a, a puddle. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. And they, um, to protect your ankles, they should make waterproof spats that you put on. Yeah, sure. I wish spats made a comeback. Designer spats. Do you know what spats are? I know it, it, it goes around your, the top of your shoe. Yeah, yeah. But what, are the, what is the purpose? I think um, that way you don't have to have wingtips. You know, it kind of gives you the, uh, the illusion of wingtips without wearing wingtips. So you have and a normal black shoe. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a sock type of thing that huh. you just drape over. See, the only spats I I, uh, wore, I've ever worn, were my Chuck E. Cheese spats. So I don't know how like a regular spats goes. Uh, I just know how they- Because yours were probably oversized. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Much oversized. Uh Yeah. But anyway, I have a a, uh, sponsor. Lava. Need to get rid of a body? Mm. Try lava. Okay. Yeah. Natural disasters. (laughs) I tie it in. I try to think about it. As you did too, because it's weatherproof. I get exactly. it. I see uh-huh. what you were. Yes, I, yes. I know what you're doing. Uh-huh. All right. So uh, before we get into things, too, I have a question for you, Jamie, because uh, you're a huge cat fan, mm-hmm. or cat fanatic, yes. or uh, you love cats. So enthusiast. That's the term. Ooh. Cat enthusiast. Cat enthusiast. Yes. Feline enthusiast. <laughs> so <laughs> if you had to merge a cat with another animal, okay. Okay. You don't have a choice. It's gonna happen. Okay. All right. So, what animal would it be, and what would you call it? Oh my God. Um. 
And it has to be a, a real animal, not a mythical one. Okay. So you can't choose one that's bred for its skills in magic or anything like that. Like a unicorn, like a cat unicorn. <laughs> or a liger, which is already a mix of the two. Right, right. Yeah. Or a sphinx, which is right. kind of a cat anyway. Anyway. See, look at see, you. I knew I'm you were gonna, confused. I knew you were going to go there. That's why. I'm trying to keep you in reality. Um, let's go with uh, a panda. A panda. Okay. Yeah. Cat and a panda. Okay. Are you thinking like... Ultra um, cute. Okay, so you're thinking panda body then. Kind of round belly. Yeah. Okay, and then cat good. feet, cat like hat, um, head features. Maybe a long tail. And let's put claws, you know. Well, I've, I've, a panda does have claws to speak of. Hmm. Or you're thinking definitely the cat tail, the long cat tail. Sure. To, to wind. At least bigger, panda. longer than the, the panda has. Which oh, is, maybe thicker and fluffier. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little bit longer. Because uh -huh. panda tail is like, like this. Okay, and what about snout? The yeah, cat. panda has a little bit of a, like a bear snout. Right. right. So like push it in a little bit more, um, make it more like a cat head. Um, sure, and then um, its its call would be, love me. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> I hear the call of the kanda. <laughs> oh, the kanda. Very good. I'm going to write that down. Kanda. Very nice. Very you hear good. that? Love me. <laughs> Love me. <laughs> wow, you handled that question surprisingly well. Off the top of my head. Very good. Okay, so now let's go to into some background for natural disasters. Mm -hmm. Now, a natural disaster is a major adverse event resulting from natural processes of the earth. Examples are floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, volcanic eruptions, earthquakes, tsunamis, and other geologic processes. And I'll actually go into all of the known ones in just a bit. But um, a natural disaster can cause loss of life or damaged property. It typically leaves some economic damage in its wake the severity of which depends on the affected population's resilience or ability to recover and also on the infrastructure available. So geological disasters, it could be avalanches, landslides, earthquakes, sinkholes, which uh, I wish I fully knew the science of sinkholes and I've actually studied it but I wasn't really paying attention <laughs> and I actually went into a sinkhole and everything like mm. I've taken samples and everything wow. but typically I mean sinkholes it's when the earth decides to swallow you up um, volcanic eruptions that's another one okay then there's hydrological disasters like floods tsunamis limnic eruptions and then there's meteorological disasters Cyclonic storms, blizzards, hailstorms, ice storms, cold waves, heat waves, droughts, thunderstorms, or tornadoes. And then finally, oh no, no, sorry, there's more. There's wildfires, okay. which mm -hmm. we've seen in, uh, in news recently. Mm -hmm. And then finally, there's space disasters, which is the most fascinating I was and exciting you, so ones. an asteroid hitting the earth would so that be a uh, disaster? impact events okay and air burst and solar flare 
Those solar flares, those are the ones that are dangerous because it's really? the one that can knock out our um, communications. Okay. Because I think there was a solar flare once, right, in AT&T. AT&T, they didn't have uh, service for a bit. I don't know. Why just AT&T? Um, must have been because we're their satellite, we're, wherever they were, theirs was. I don't know. I could be bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> Probably am. Okay. So let's go into some of our personal experience with natural disasters. Okay. Um, I was, I guess, lucky or unlucky enough to live through two, two of the biggest hurricanes that hit the uh, Hawaiian Islands. That we know of. In our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that we know of. Before they started writing stuff down. You know what in I mean? my like, lifetime, I'm just saying. Oh, in your because lifetime. Because how could I have lived through something that was before I oh, was born? Oh, that's true. It's not a personal experience. Right, Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Although my previous life, no. Um, oh, I didn't know you were a Scientologist. Oh, no, you don't have to be a Scientologist. <laughs> I know. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, when I was a panda, no, anyway. A kanda. A kanda. I was a kanda. In 1912, I believe. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, um, uh, there was Hurricane Iniki and Hurricane Eva. Um, I was fairly young though, so I mean, my memory is not that great. And then on Oahu, which is where we live, it, you know, it didn't really hit that much. It wasn't, the impact wasn't as great. Uh -huh. um, but uh, just seeing the aftermath of the other islands that were impacted. Right. Um, and, uh, I think it was for Iniki. I actually um, collected a little um, kitty, <laughs> pun intended, um, to send to the um, Kauai Humane Society. Oh, that's right. Why are you yeah. telling me about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then um, that effort, that whole community effort to give to that cause, not just me, because mine was only like $200. Um, then several years later, sort of that, um, developed into a really nice uh, Kauai Humane Society building that they built. Um, it is really nice. Yeah. We took a tour of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. They even um, have uh, spaces for horses, which is amazing. Yeah, well, Kauai, right? Yeah. It's very country. Because you think of, yeah, like uh, if you live in Honolulu and our Humane Society is the only one you know as mm -hmm. far as pet shelters go, mm -hmm. or animal shelters, I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't. <laughs> It's hard to imagine a horse being at a help, uh, at an animal shelter, but mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, if you got the space, definitely it yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Um, the earthquake that knocked out our our island-wide power for oh. two days. Yeah, two days. I, I was on the mainland when that happened. Really? Yeah, I was in Seattle. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, it, it was. Um, Pretty freak because on Oahu you rarely feel any earthquake, sure. any tremors. Yeah, um, you know a, a strong gust of wind can trick you into thinking that's an earthquake, which which we have uh, been tricked before. Correct. However, sometimes I've been right, and it's been a very fifty-fifty. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but a strong gust of wind, you know, it's nothing to sneeze at, right? So. Right, especially if when you're in a building. If you can move a whole building. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. So in other words, a seismic uh, meter in my butt is very good because I can pick up on it. Why is it in your butt? 
I don't know, just trying to think of the most stable thing in my body. This is my butt. Okay. <laughs> I guess That's there's what, some logic to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was so like that earthquake was in the morning on a weekend, I believe. And, yeah. Uh, well, just waking a, up to the, um, uh, the ceiling fan just you know, shaking. Like, oh my God, what the hell is happening? Mm. And I didn't even have a presence of mind to get off the bed and, you know, like, huddle on the floor or anything. Right. Um, but the most painful thing was the no power for, like, two days. Even though uh, I was in Seattle, I remember my phone not being able to work, which is weird. Hmm. I guess so, because the base it's or whatever. It's rooted, yeah. yeah. It's like over here or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, let's just sort of touch upon the... Um, the tragedy in Japan when there was a huge earthquake and then the resulting flood, which um, I forget what the the area was that was really affected. But I was supposed to go to Japan like that week or the week after. Really? Yeah. You had some narrow misses then, huh? Yeah. I was like, oh man. Um, but my uh, childhood friend um, lives there, and. Um, he wasn't, nothing really was damaged, but he didn't have power for a long time. But he, was, he was unhurt. His apartment was a little tossed, but not, nothing bad, bad. But then communication was um, knocked out. So <clears throat> weirdly enough, <clears throat> Facebook was operational, like from Japan to uh -huh. wherever. Yeah. And, um, but he was unable to call his family in on Oahu. Uh-huh. But then he got radiation, and so now he can just communicate telepathically, which works out. Then he also fights crime, so not gonna work. I'm Am I taking too, too long with this? <laughs> yeah. Is that why you're... Yeah. Sorry. Um, you, want, you asked me for personal background. <laughs> so... Um, the following day, there was another news of So his family, you know, I, I'm classmates with his sister, um, you know, I try and we used to um, play together when we were kids. Anyway, so he, on Facebook, he, had, he put out a call. Can anyone just call my family to let them know I'm okay? And I, I thought, oh, his cousins are on Facebook, I'm sure, you know. But no. <laughs> so. Was anyone did the Facebook reaction, ha ha? No. 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 There weren't reactions back then. So at, at some point, I'm like, did anyone call for you? He goes, no. Can you do that wow. for me? Wow. So I called um, his parents' house and I told them that he was okay. And they're super relieved, so grateful. Did you kind of draw it out? Like they know that you had the answer, but you're just kind of drawing no, it out? Like no, I just kind of brushed it off. Ah, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing. Just wanted to let you know, he called me. We spoke, he told me about his condition and what's going on. I could use $200. Then but, um, and only then, you know, were only we if you able have it on, to confirm. If you have some, some, a few hundred dollars to spare, that's, I, I'd take it. Yeah. yeah, okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, my personal experience, I'll make it quick then. Hurricane Evos in 1982, <laughs> had a couple holes in my walls, mango tree fell down, lost my favorite bird, toilets didn't work for a few days. So we just kept uh, crapping in the same toilet, you lay toilet paper on, you crap again, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the That's next, painful. Yeah. Uh, Hurricane Iniki, uh, 1992, didn't really affect uh, my area of the island, although Koa Evos hit pretty bad. Uh, I just remember not having any school, uh, taping up windows, 
then taking down all the tape, and then I made a huge ball of duct tape, and I called it the Niki Ball. That's my experience. And you still have it to this day. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> on a shelf. They call me a hoarder. <laughs> These are memories. <laughs> okay, our favorite natural disaster film. You got one for me? For yes, us? Yes, uh, Perfect Storm. 2000, year 2000. George Clooney, um, oh, Wahlberg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diane Lane. Is it, are they on a fishing boat? Yes. Like a crabber? Yes. Like one of those? And it's uh, based on a, um, a book, which is based on a true story. Okay. Um, basically the convergence of, I think, two major storms and a low pressure system or something like that. That's why it's called Perfect Storm. Uh -huh. It's like the most um, damaging thing that you can ever right. imagine. It's like when you try to explain something, it's like, it's like this and this had a baby. Yeah. They did. Yeah. It's called The Perfect Storm. Exactly. Yeah. George Clooney's yeah. in it. So that's that's a pretty good movie. I believe I read the book also, which is also pretty good. All right. Mm -hmm. My favorite uh, natural disaster film, I have two. Uh, neither of which are honorable mention. Both of them are up there at the top. Simply, I can't choose. Uh, Twister, 1996. The Great, The Late, Bill Paxton. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I could just kind of watch anything he's, he's in. He's really? like a really good, yeah, he's wow. amazing. Um, he did so amazing that I was able to tolerate Helen Hunt, whom I hate. <laughs> and it's just, it's just a really exciting film. I mean, come on, there's cows being flown around in the air. It's great. I don't know why I never wanted to see that. So you've never seen it? No. I mean, when I, you know, channel surf. Right. And if I find it, I immediately change the channel. I guess maybe because we don't have yeah, I tornadoes I in like Hawaii. Identify maybe. So maybe you couldn't relate to it. Yeah, mm. yeah. But uh, for me, I think that's why there's that level of mystery, you know, because mm. I don't know much about it, mm. and I haven't experienced it. So it's like a, it's an enigma. Yeah. It's very fascinating to sure. me. Sure. And it's so powerful. I mean, the destruction of those things. Okay, and then the other film that I can't decide on which I like better, Dante's Sharknado. Peak. Sorry. <laughs> Dante's feet. Sharknado, 2013. Wow. Nature's deadliest killer takes to the skies in the ultimate guilty, uh, get it, Gil? All right. Gil, guilty pleasure as a group of friends try to save the Santa Monica coast from shark-infested tornadoes. A bit of a reach for a natural disaster film, but okay. Sharks are natural. Tornadoes are natural. You put both together, it's a Sharknado. It's nature. It's a a nature storm. had a baby. It's a perfect, it's a perfect storm. storm. All you need is George Clooney in there. All right. But he was busy. So <laughs> yeah, who did they call? Sure. The next greatest guy. Ian Ziering. Ian Ziering. Mm. One of the him and George. One of the surviving that. members of 90210. <laughs> right? Once someone dies, you can start seeing surviving. I guess. Yeah. They're getting up there. They're modeling there, but okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you have any honorable mentions before we move on to our next? No. Match? Okay. All right. Favorite natural disaster moments in TV. Now, this could be a complete series, a particular episode, what have you. Mm -hmm. What have you? What have I? I have uh, Naked and Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a disaster? No, because, no. Um, but But it's kind of like how to... Several... It, it, how to survive post-natural disaster. It's been going on for from 2013. 10 seasons, 99 plus episodes. Um, and, you know, there's, it's two naked people out in some remote area. Uh -huh. And so um, some of the episodes have had like storms, 
floods. There was even a wild wildfire. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, <coughs> you know, stuff like that, and then <laughs> how they deal with it. Some. So after uh, the wildfire, no one had pubes, then right? So they escaped the fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think one of them, the um, rain or the flooding, the chance of flooding was so great that they had to just the producers actually tapped the contestants out. They just said, just can't, we cannot continue. Wow. So the danger was so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So I kind of had trouble finding, because I, I, I'm really not a fan of any natural disaster series, you know, like a whole series kind of dedicated to it or based Is on it. Is there a series dedicated yeah, to it? Yeah, there's a bunch. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, that but you've seen though, you have to have seen it. No, see, see I mean, yeah, there are, but no, I haven't seen any of them. So, right. so yeah, that that's where I was finding some difficulty there. Mm -hmm. So just, then I searched into my heart. I was like, out of all the TV that butt. I've seen, not my butt. Your butt is the base, but the the heart is the searchable part. The extension, part. Yeah. right? Okay. And so I was thinking, what episode of a TV? series that I love that involved natural disasters. And then it hit me, because I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on FX, or okay. FXX. Yeah. And they, have the, they had this one episode called Storm of the Century. Okay. Now, are you, are you familiar with the premise of It's Always Sunny Not in really. Philadelphia? It's basically a, a group of friends, which they call themselves the gang. Like, we're the gang, but they're not a gang gang. You know, it's just mm -hmm. a gang that kind of, they, they own a bar, they run it in Philadelphia. So, spoiler alert, the storm actually never hits in this episode, but it's more about the prepping of the storm. Um, and through this, this preparation, they found out that, the, uh, that someone in their group ransacked the emergency bunker mm -hmm. under the bar. So, originally they had it set up for Y2K, like that was the first emergency, oh, okay. and then there was the storm coming, and they're like, okay, let's go to the bunker, uh -huh. and then there's like no supplies, like a few of the guys went in there and they ate everything, right. then they found condoms and found out like one of the guys was having sex in there, <laughs> and so they have to go to and this... And condoms was in the supplies, or... No, no, oh, like in the bunker on the okay. floor, okay. yeah. And then, they, so they go to the store to go and buy... Uh, you know, some emergency supplies. While they're there, they try to lure women to the bar to be part of their, their bunker party uh -huh, or the not? storm party, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then it turns out they can't buy any supplies because one of the guys ends up taking all the money and buys a big screen TV so that he can watch the, the hot weather reporter like on the screen. Because it starts off when they're watching all these weather anchors and they're all, they're all really hot. You know why I don't watch this show? I have no idea. I don't know. You need it to get just, on this. It just escapes me. Because <laughs> you wanted to see those boobs in HD quality, and they were saying, "But like, no, we have to use the money for, for supplies." But anyway, as you can tell, it's hilarious. Easily one of my favorite episodes I can't tell, from actually. It's I can't tell. Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, any other TV <clears throat> moments from you? No. Nope. Okay. Moving on. Okay, some natural disaster questions. Okay, you want to like... Yeah, let's go back and forth. Alternate? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, it's from... On a scale of 1 to 10, <clears throat> right now, how prepared are you for a natural disaster? Um, like a generic natural disaster? Like specifically? Yeah, I'm not specific. Okay, I think I have a case of water at home. A full case? Yeah, like it's under a bed or something like that somewhere. Okay. So, you know, yay me. Yeah. Um, I, think I've got, I think I've got some candles. Okay. 
Okay. Um, some flashlights. I do have a transistor radio. See, I knew that, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. which I freaked out about last time. <laughs> um, food, we do have a lot of granola bars. Although, plus. my plus. youngest daughter can eat like five or six in one day. She probably <laughs> like eat majority of it. Maybe it's um, already gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, how prepared? I would say out of a scale of one to ten, mm -hmm. I'm at like at a six. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. You ready? You ready for the hearing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, for the heat up. On get it? Ah. Yeah. So, Jamie, what's in your trunk right now that could help you in a natural disaster? The trunk of your car. Mm, yeah. Extra underwear. You have extra underwear in your trunk? I believe so. Oh, okay. Um, you also have a camouflage jacket. I do. Right? In case... Of coldness. Godzilla comes and he can't find me because yeah. I'm a... You got a camouflage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> specifically, that's jungle camouflage. Uh, so yeah. if you have to hide in a desert, you can be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. Thank you. Oh, that was it? Oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could use the road flares. I right? do have road flares. Um, Don't they self-ignite? You mean rather than you taking a lighter and... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So... I don't know how. Right. But, I mean, Never you could use them. that to start a fire is what yes. I'm saying. So. I have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Um, regarding all whatever preparatory items you have at your house now, what is your favorite tech? I think maybe you touched upon it. What is your favorite tech? It can be an app, it can be a device, it can mm. be a stove, whatever. Right, right, right. Um, tech. It could be the radio. I know, yeah, I mean, I could <laughs> say my radio, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think like my f favorite survival tools though, mm -hmm. is that part of tech? Like has, my, has to be like either battery or oh you know. battery yeah. yeah okay I guess would be my transistor radio then okay. yeah and this is a crank one no no this one's just battery but oh. we have a we have a ton of batteries so we're stocked up on that okay yeah okay although because I keep it in the the bathroom right now like I use it as my morning radio yeah and so you know because of like all the humidity like in the bathroom yeah it's kind of like breaking it sort of really yeah. Like deteriorating the uh, plastic? Well, it's like sometimes I turn it on uh -huh. and then it doesn't turn on. Wow. So then I have to turn it off and turn it back on. And usually after about three or four it's times at the, the most. It's not the battery. No, no, no. I've changed the battery. Yeah. Wow. So I sucks. guess the inside kind of got... Because it's not a weatherproof transistor. Mm. It's just a small black um, hmm. pocket-sized one. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that would be it. It kind of has like a like a retro look to it. I like it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Maybe because it's it's not uh it's not working hundred percent at capacity. Maybe that's why I was hesitant to, to say that's my favorite oh. technology. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Otherwise my other stuff would just be my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh you know you got the you got the flashlight on it and uh, I've downloaded songs so I can still listen to music. For a while. For a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so you're in your bunker, Jamie, and you have your iPod Shuffle. 
but you can only listen to one of your playlists. So which one is it going to be? Are you referring to the one I have in my car? Yeah. Oh, okay. But say something's funky with it, oh, or it can okay. only hold one playlist. Okay. Um, that would have to be my travel mix, because it has the most, sort of the widest, it probably has the most songs in it. Okay. And probably the widest sort of range, um, you know, as far as like slow, fast. Okay. Whatever. So when you made this this decision, which you've made pretty quick, um, I'm just wondering, did you think of just yourself in this situation, or were you thinking of people that are in the bunker with you? Myself. Okay. Just wondering. Although I think, like, let's say in the bunker, you have a auxiliary input that you can just just plug in, and then you know everyone can share. I mean, music. you know, if I had um, me and five rednecks, it would be the country. If it was me and five Rastafarians, it would be the reggae. Right. If it was uh, me, um, me, Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan, and maybe uh, Sean Connery, it would be the Bond mix. Uh, but you that's know. not a disaster scenario. That's a dream scenario. That's a dream scenario. That's a fantasy. <laughs> I was going to say with your reggae one, but man, what is this? What is this 80s pop hits, man? <laughs> you straight up reggae from Babylon, I tell you. Well, would you rather listen to the country mix? Oh, you're Kasha. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Do you have one for me? Another question? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, as far as natural disasters, what is your paranoia? I, I mean, like, are you... Say, say 10 is, like, um, total paranoia. 1 is, like, that's eh, not going to happen. It's, like, denial. Sure. So 10 is paranoia. 1, one is denial. denial. Okay. Where are you? As far as a uh, natural disaster happening, mm -hmm. what, at any time? Mm-hmm. Um, geez. Okay, happening and me not being prepared and worrying about it, you know what I mean? Like, is one gonna come? I mean, yeah, because I think we're way overdue for a hurricane. Um, so I'm, I'm a little paranoid that one is gonna happen. Am I worried that my house is gonna get damaged? No. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, paranoia that that something's gonna happen, I'm at like a, at a 6.5. Okay, okay. I, I guess maybe um, if I had, if I specify what type of natural disaster, maybe you can give me a better sure. rating, yeah? Sure. Um, nuclear bomb? Oh, nuclear bomb. Well, that's not natural, I'm sorry. Let's yeah. erase that. Okay, so hurricane, let's, let's say hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, hurricane, I'm at a 6.5 whether like it's going to hit because I'm pretty sure we're, we're so due for one. Uh -huh. But um, as far as survival and everything, I'm mm -hmm. like, I feel totally, f I'm, I'm at a like a 3.25, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. it's just going to be a glorified day off or a couple of days off for right, me. Right, right. Then I'm going to be fine. It all depends. It's all relative, right? Because if you were living in a corrugated tin shack, sure, you'd be a little more scared. When I lived... Well, yeah, for uh, Hurricane Eva, when that hit, I was in a very rural part of the island. Rural. Rural. And so it was very hard for me. But after living through that, all the other places that I lived, there's like adequate drainage. Yeah. And so I don't even sweat it at all. Yeah. You know? And far enough from the sea. From yeah. The ocean, there's right? like a canal like right in front of me. Yeah. So I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great question. Um, 
So, you know, you mentioned that the nuclear thing and uh, those, in, you know, major news everywhere. Mm -hmm. What do we have, like 15-minute warning? 20? 20? Okay. So let's say a natural disaster is coming and we get a similar type of warning. Say so you get a 15-minute warning. So what do you do in that mm -hmm. 15 minutes? Put my head between my legs, <laughs> kiss my ass goodbye. Is there, <laughs> would you, is there anything else like uh, you'd want to do? Okay, say if you were separated from your husband. Would, okay. you, would you say, damn the odds, everyone says, find shelter. Would you well, like, uh, say, damn the okay, odds, so I'm again, just gonna get in I a car and drive. You have to say what kind of natural disaster okay asteroid about. let's say the asteroid, oh, asteroid is coming yeah kiss my ass goodbye okay yeah okay. like heading straight for hawaii yeah you just about you, you, the size of texas yeah so you're just gonna call your husband and say hey it's been a good one yep because i know people that would still like ah, screw that still get in their truck and just try to no don't worry baby girl i'm gonna come to you no worry yeah, no worries no worries they say 15 it's on hawaiian time <laughs> i can get there no in I, 10. I just yeah i would just Oh, you stay Hawaii Kai. I would give up pretty much. Yeah, coming yeah. from Hawaii, we can get that ten minutes. You're watching. No Facebook, more, nobody on the freeway right now. I post on Facebook. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been, it's, it's been, been real. It's been real. Yeah, okay. Peace. Okay. Whew, that was that one pretty good. Are we all done with questions? I gave you three of mine. Yeah. Okay. Great. So natural disaster book. So you're kind of the bookworm <laughs> between us. So you have a natural disaster book. Yes. Not a book necessarily, all natural disasters, but maybe like a story. Yeah. Okay. It's called The, the K, C-A-Y, written in 1969 by Theodore Taylor. It's about jewelry. C-A-Y. Oh, okay. Not K-A-Y? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> K jewelers. And um, <clears throat> it happens around World War II time. And there's a, a family in um, the Caribbean, Curacao in the Caribbean. And so I believe a mother and her little uh, boy get on a ship because she thinks she'll be safer somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> a German torpedo <clears throat> hits the ship. Yeah. Um, so the ship sort of breaks up. The kid um, ends up um, floating on some debris okay. with a, a, a black man and a cat. <laughs> That's why I like it. Are you it. sure it's not a kanda? It could be. <laughs> it should be. <clears throat> the, the black man is a really, like, you know, not really educated, um, very kind of Rastafarian in a way. You know, he, okay. That's what he, how he talks. Uh -huh. I think he was like maybe a, just a laborer on the ship or something. Speaking lots of slang. Kind of, yeah. Or patois. Yeah. yeah. And so they end up, um, they get, uh, they reach a, a little island, like a one mile long kind of thing. Yeah. The boy, um, because of the glare on the uh, ocean, he gets blinded. Okay. So he's blind. And uh, initially they butt heads because the little boy has been raised kind of like in a racist, you know, thing. So he doesn't, he knows he's with a black man. He doesn't like it, so, you know, so he's very racist. Wow. But the black man is very kind and kind of like a tough love kind of thing. Right. They end up really bonding and the cat. <laughs> and then they eat the cat. No. Oh. 
Um, and then a hurricane hits the island. Wow. It's a tiny island, right? Okay. And um, of course, the, the man um, tries to protect the kid as much as possible. And in the process, he ends up dying. I don't know how, I forget how he, he gets damaged. But Probably a flying cow. Something like that. Yeah. A kanda. A kanda. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> By the way, what would, what would a baby kanda be called? Kanda kid? How about a pitten? Doesn't that sound cute? A pitten? But see that... Never mind. <laughs> continue. I'm not gonna continue go there. You're going great. You're doing well. Yeah, so eventually the, um, the boy and the cat gets rescued. And um, his eyesight does, be, you know, is fixed. And, um, you know, it's the interesting part is, you know, how he changed. The transformation. He, he loved that, he loved that man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And it was made into a... Well, it was a critically acclaimed young adult book. Okay. You can still find it in the libraries if you want. For me, also known as a book. <laughs> <laughs> they made it into a TV movie in 1974 starring James Earl Jones what? as the black man. What? Yeah. Wow. Is there a movie trailer for it? Can we post it on our page? I will try to find one. kind of want to see that. Me too. I want to. I think I saw it, but it's a long, long time ago. Yeah. Hmm. And it's called The K. The K, yeah. The K. All right. Get it at a library near you, folks. Yes. All right. So that's it for Natural Savannah. Uh, natural Savasters. Natural, natural Disasters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Where you can find candles. Natural Disasters. Okay, on to our next segment Who Would Win? Okay, kind of keeping going on with our uh, disaster thing. Yes. Uh, we'd like to pin each other two prominent weather anchors in pop culture. The two top people on the top of their weather game. People. Two figures. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> two prominent figures. Two, two entities. Entities. Two living organisms. Uh, the first one, of course, would be Al Roker. Mm-hmm. Battling him today is Mr. Kite from Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Okay. Now, I think uh, you did some extensive research on Al Roker. Would you like to talk about Mr. Roker for a second? Well, do you want me to put some kind of clip from the kite, Mr. Kite, on sure. the notes, right? Yeah, sure. Mr. That's, a, that's what his name is? His Mr. name kite? is Mr. Kite, okay. yeah. <clears throat> okay, Al Roker. 64 years old, born in New York City. Um, uh, started as what chief weather person on the Today Show in 96. He has written several books, hosted specials and parades, covered the Haiti earthquake and other natural disasters, has won seven Emmys. He also holds the Guinness World Record for longest live weather broadcast of 34 hours. He also has an extensive collection of Indonesian throwing knives. What? Really? No. <laughs> I'm like, what? I thought I could just be beef that up with yeah. some fight. But, oh, yeah. nice, nice try. That was nice. really good. Okay, so Mr. Kite, this is going to be short. Uh, <laughs> he's a pink kite with glasses. Ah. He has three bow ties. Wow. 
because one is like at the bottom of because his face is the kite, right? right? Or his head. So his face is on the kite. So at the bottom of the kite, which is be his head. So that's where the natural placement for the bow tie is. Right. But because he's a kite, you also have a tail, and on the tail of the kite are two other bow ties, okay. which he, which help uh, for the weight of that tail. Yeah. Yeah. So that keeps him upright. You know. It's all aerodynamics. So yeah, there's yeah. science behind it. Um, he would often fly above the playhouse. Pee Wee would often ask him about the weather. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I, I think sometimes if he needed to talk to Pee Wee, like as an in between, yeah. I think he could talk to the flowers, who are outside of the window, who are at, who are, and then Mr. Window. Right, because there's Mr. Window. Oh my God! The flowers—they're all puppets. So you can talk to them. Are there any inanimate objects in this show? <laughs> no, everything lives and breathes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, let's go ahead and make them fight now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there? Um, who was the voice behind him? Was there a voice? Oh, there's a voice. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's it, it's. It, that information exists, however, I did not write that down. Oh, the reason why is because I wanted to uh, personify Mr. Kite, and if I started talking too much about the puppetry aspect oh, of I Mr. See. Kite, you start to lose... But you know who it is? I know who it is. Is it someone famous? No, no, no. Oh, okay, forget it. None of them are famous. None of the puppeteers. Okay. But anyway. So, Mr. Kite, um, you, well, actually, I'm going to... Mr. Kite. Yeah, Mr. Kite. I'm going to side with Mr. Kite on this one. Of course you are. And uh, for one reason, and one reason only, uh, it's because back in 2013, while Al Roker was reporting on the Today Show, mm -hmm. he was reporting on the winds from Hurricane Wilma, and they apparently were a little too strong for... Mr. Al Roker, and he, he fell down. Do you remember that? No. It was a big, like, it went viral. And he was trying to, he was trying to report, yeah, on that hurricane. And uh, one of the grips, or, you know, one of the, uh, the PAs, the production assistants, had to come and help Hur hold him which down. Which hurricane? Wilma. Wilma. Yeah. We will post that as a note yeah, in the show notes. Yeah, it's definitely up on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So he can't handle the win, but you know who can? Mr. Fucking Kite, that's who. Really? <laughs> he can handle it. Plus, if the winds get too crazy, I mean, he has glasses. So, so it's kind of, um, you know, like when you're riding a motorcycle, right? Or a moped, you want to get something over your eyes in case the wind is going to like aerate, give you dry eyes, Uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Not going to happen if you got trusty glasses. Yeah. Not to mention a nifty bow tie to yeah. keep you upright. Yeah. So there you go. I'm sure that makes all the sense to you. Right. Yeah. So Al Roker doesn't have his Indonesian knives on him. So what, what are you going to do, Jamie? He might, though. <laughs> he also <laughs> might not. He also probably might not. He probably does not. Uh, a pen. He probably has a pen. He probably has a pen. Yeah. It's a, it's a, one of those. poke a hole in the kite. And that everything, that's all done. It's all done. Well, actually, he, all he needs is a pair of scissors. Yeah, but who He'll really... He'll just cut the string. Who really keeps a pair of scissors handy? True. You know? I true. mean, he might have a pen knife or something. That one, that would work. That's true. That's true, but he's not James Bond, so... 
Um, <laughs> or maybe he could gnash through the, the kite string. True. Although, again, like, really, what does, does that do? He does seem to have very strong teeth. But yes. what does that do to Mr. Kite? Does that, I mean, so that makes him fly away? Like, does that destroy him? No. Say it's in a tornado scenario and he could come back around with full force. But with no control whatsoever. A little say, bit. Say you cut the tail off. No control whatsoever. Oh, well, okay. Poke a hole well, for it. Cutting the no. string versus cutting the tail is two, two totally different things, so. I, I, I was thinking there's no string because who is, who's he, on the other side of the string? He's tied to the to, playhouse. To the playhouse. There's no one holding the string. Oh. He's tied okay. to yeah. He's like a, like a fancy, weather. What do you call those? Uh, that, uh, you know, on, on the top of barns they had that one chicken. Weather with vane. A, weather vane. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a. A fancy weather vane. Right, right. And he's made of uh, wood and paper? Mmm. That's debatable. Could be a lot of things. <laughs> I think it's a thick, uh, pliable you just, Kevlar. You just don't want to say. Because you know. Because <laughs> you're typical kite. Um, yeah. I was just thinking of, of a traumatic memory where my friend sat on my kite. Oh. You know those things that just stay with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those. Did you ever... Um, I'm all depressed now. So it was a kite that you made or you bought? I bought. It was a red <sighs> dragon kite. Ooh. Sounds fancy. You know how like you put it on the sofa? Yeah. And then sometimes when you sit, people sit on like the armrest of a sofa and then they right. kind of fall into... Yeah. The seat area. Yeah. That's what she did. Uh, In into the kite. Obliterated I, it. I've made a bunch of kites, but oh. one I've never successfully been able to make or reproduce mm -hmm. are those box ones. You know the box mm -hmm. kite. You know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like yeah. how did that? Even, like who? Who came up with that? And I'm like, oh my gosh, that totally works. You know, if you already got like a regular kite. Which I'm sure Probably existed before the box kite. I'm sure the regular kite existed way before, right? Yeah, at least Ben, ben Franklin. Ben Franklin was like, <laughs> which kite do I fly today? The box, the, the triangle. Mm, the, or the, you know. Uh, the box kite looks, the, the looks, looks fancy, but I'm just going to take this the key. hexagon, maybe? <laughs> My hex kite. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> that's, yeah. A, that's a good kite tangent we took there. Okay, so my, my pick is uh, Mr. Kite. Where are you picking? I'm picking out. Okay, there we go. That's why it's called Opposite Tastes. Okay. On to the snack review. Okay, up for the review this week is Slice of Life Smoky Sriracha-style Handmade Beef Jerky. While Jamie is opening up the bag here, I'll give you some background. Slice of... Uh, slice. Man, what's wrong with me today? Slice of Life Foods is a premium manufacturer of gourmet meat snacks located in the heart of Las Vegas. Now, the uh, state-of-the-art <laughs> facility is just minutes from the world-famous Las Vegas Strip. There's, there's floss in here. <laughs> no. I think it's floss. What? Like a piece of floss? No. What are you talking about? Those things that you use to floss your... Oh, yeah. The, yeah, there's a pick. Yeah. That's right, because I've had a few of these bags before, and they give you a floss stick. 
Assuming that you're going to eat this all in one sitting, and then you can use that How to pick How proactive of them. Very cool, right? Yeah, I never never knew that. Yeah. I thought, like, someone left, like, a long piece of floss, oh, like, no, no, no. you know, that like, would be find disgusting. a hair. Yeah, so I'm like, ugh, no way. But, yeah, they give you a little uh, floss pick thing. So uh, here's their, their description of their spicy beef jerky. Not just necessarily this one, but all of their spicy jerky. They say, is it hot in here or is it just us? These amazing bold inventions couple a fierce heat with flavors so incredibly addictive that you enjoy every minute of the burn. Using every possible style and type of the heat, these will satisfy the, craving, the cravings of any heat seeker. And a heat seeker I am. All right, now, so again, this is smoky sriracha style. I am a fan of sriracha. I put the sauce on everything. Jamie? Not really. Okay, so, of course, you're looking forward to this. <laughs> uh, it's, it's in a black bag. A lot of, a lot of peppers. I'm going to say sriracha peppers, but there's no such no. thing. A lot of peppers, long, they look like long Thai peppers, kind of. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, also, shout out to uh, Cherie for getting us this jerky from Las Vegas. So I'm gonna pick up a piece just so I can smell it. So I wanna see if I can smell the sriracha in here. Ooh, I can smell it. I already have the uh, the glands on the back of my, wow. the base of my jaw. So we're like, there's like mm. three different, okay, red chili peppers, there's cayenne, ground, and, and ground pepper. So very peppery. Three, you know, oh, and white pepper. And paprika that can sort yeah. of be spicy. With all peppers combined. Yeah, okay. oh, this is going to be so good. Smell it, Jamie. Give me your impressions. Oh, you're taking the, a small one, but it's fully peppered. How do you know that? Look at that compared to the other ones. It's like it's just, so much seasoning on there. It's concentrated. So like this one would be awesome too? Yeah. And this one wouldn't be? Yeah. But go ahead, take no. the small one. <laughs> it smells good. It smells good, right? Don't your glands start like perking up? No. Back? I'm like, mmm. No. It's salivate. Only Ling Moy does that to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Something about this, uh, this scent is doing that to me. Mm. Like, mmm. Okay, let's just try it then. Okay. I love it. Jamie took a little bite. I put the whole thing in my mouth. Just saying. Now we do have beverages available. Actually, I drank all of my coffee, but you have your beverage. But it doesn't, ma doesn't matter to you, right? It doesn't matter. Even if it was hot, I don't necessarily reach for something. I just <clears> have to uh, sit there oh, and cry. Oh, wow. I might have bit into something. Well, I told you yours was highly concentrated. This is really hot. It's really good. Ugh. Mmm. Um, I can... Oh, okay. It kind of creeps up on you, yeah? It's not like when it's like as soon as you touch it, like, oh, it's hot, right? It's no, like, I mean, there's a slightly delay, but, mm -hmm. whoa. Now, mind you, the piece that Jamie took was like, what, an inch long? Mm-hmm. And, um... Try to eat that, then. Okay, I'll take the other one that looked, resembled like the one you had to see if, it was, if there's a difference. I think that's the difference. No, it's the same, yeah. I think it's like really in. Mm -hmm. It's in, infused. Infused. 
Wow. You know the only issue that I have with this jerky is that, say, if you're chewing it for a bit, mm -hmm. um, majority of it, you know, breaks down and you eat all of it. But then I'm left with, a, like, a residue. Like, a, not a residue, but, like, a, just, like, this uh, part of the meat that's wow. just, it's not breaking down. You know, say, like, there's, like, 5%, between 5 and 10% of that strip that you ate that just, I keep chewing and it doesn't go away. Isn't that what the pick is for? That, that floss pick? But it's not between my teeth. I'm just keep chewing it and nothing happens. Or so it turns like into like... Or fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A chunk of fat or something. Yeah. Or tendon, mm -hmm. maybe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what happened? What? I, I swallowed and then all of a sudden... Not that I didn't swallow this whole time, but... Uh -huh. I just... And then like a burst of Yeah, something bursted in my throat. I'm like... Oh. I'm back, I'm back. But yeah, I do have that gristle type of experience. Mm. It just depends what piece, I guess, you ate. But I've eaten complete packages before. Because mm -hmm. uh, there were some ones that were too hot for us to try mm -hmm. that you wouldn't try. Right. Right. I refuse to try. The mango habanero. Yeah. Remember? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I, I tried that one. And mm -hmm. every piece I had, I was left with that little gristly. Really? Yeah. You didn't experience that with any of the pieces that you tried? No. No? Okay. No. Okay, so as far as like hot, um, for me, it's not crazy, crazy hot, but I enjoy like, you know, when you have something peppery and you start to perspire in places that you usually don't, mm. you know? So for me, it's like my nose, like I, I can start to feel that I'm sweating on my nose. Really? And then sometimes if I eat enough of, like the habanero one mm -hmm. that I had, like yeah. on my scalp, I would start to feel some pres uh, perspiration. Uh, wow. Do you feel anything? No. Do you ever feel anything when you eat something super yeah. spicy? Like Thai curry or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But you're not getting any type I don't of sweats. Think I, I didn't eat it enough, that's why. Yeah, that's true. Why don't you go ahead and take another? No. <laughs> no, that's okay. And I think I'm already cold. I'm you know, yeah. It's the Hawaii winter, you know. That's true, but uh, it's a whole other type of heat, though, really. Um, delicious, though. I like it. Yeah, I mean, if I can get back past the spiciness, it is good. Yeah. Um, I am a bigger fan of the, the habanero stuff, though. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's a great brand. I enjoy the flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't go wrong with sriracha anything, really. I will give this 6.5 out of 8 peppers. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta... Uh, I guess I gotta give it like a, a 3 out of 10. Um, um, 3 out of 10 cartoon men with um, smoke coming out of their ears. So too spicy for you in other words? Yeah. Alright, okay, got it. All right, well, six more episodes of this third season of the podcast. Sorry, I shoved another piece in my mouth. <clears throat> Be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Taste podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash opposite taste podcast, where you can also find a link to our group page where you can uh, have more of a discussion with us. We're kind of playing around with the format. But anyway, mm -hmm. lots, of, uh, lo lots of ways to reach out to us. And you can follow us on Twitter at Opposite Tastes. 
So remember, that's plural tastes. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you don't have a natural disaster of your own soon. Take care of each other. <laughs> Aloha.